Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, some mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and my goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship, plus hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how to break through to success. As a special gift for my listeners, yep, that's you, grab your complimentary strategy session to help get your online business visible on the map so that you can make the kind of money you want in your business. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Fearless Pursuits Podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. You are in store for a great message today. Today, I want to share with you some tricks of the mind, which are wreaking havoc in your mind. If you are feeling frustrated about your success or the lack of success, listen up, because this episode is speaking directly to you. I have identified several mind lies that keep my clients playing small in their life and in their business. I call them mind lies because studies prove that our subconscious mind is working nonstop to protect us. It hears what we say. It hears what others say, and it makes up lies to keep us safe. Now, I'm not giving you fluff here. This is science. This, my friend, is the research about how our mind works. And if you can truly understand it, you can condition your mind to be stronger. You can learn to identify the lies and work through them. Let's begin now as I talk about each of the mind lies and tell you how it's keeping you from playing big in your life. I don't want to just stop there though. I want to go a bit deeper to share what you can actually do to dispel the mind lies so you can have bigger results in your life, in your business. So what gives? You want more out of your life. You want more success in your business too. But you have this small voice that tells you a story and you listen and your gut tickles a little and you begin to have these feelings of being anxious and even fearful. Well, what's going on here? It's you and it's you and well, it's you keeping you safe from possible failure. That's what's happening. Well, at least that's what your subconscious mind wants you to think. I'll start now with the first mind lie. 
So now remember, I've compiled a lot of information from working with people over the years, and I want to be able to see if any of these mind lies resonate with you. So let's go. The first mind lie I hear is, I'm not worthy enough for my dream. So we have people who have these big, grandiose ideas of what they want to do. Maybe they want to stand on stage. Maybe they want to write a book. Maybe they want to start a business. Maybe they want to climb the ladder in a corporation. And something happens. They hear this voice, and it tells them that they're not worthy enough. What do you suppose that's about? Well, when we talk about being worthy, there's a lot of things that go along with that. There's a lot of stories and events that may have happened in your life. And maybe a failure happened. This is what is keeping us small. We have a lot of beliefs around not being worthy. And ultimately, this is the story your subconscious mind is telling you. And you are hearing it. And you are staying small. You stop dead in your tracks from doing anything, from taking any action whatsoever. Now, what can you do about this? What you need to do here is to actually find someone who's doing what you want to do and take a look at the proof, the proof that it can happen. Take a look in your own life where you have done so much, where you've reached a certain level of success in your life. And this is proof that you can do more. So when we talk about worthiness, it's really just a story. It's not really true. And I can tell you about my own life. I felt like I hadn't really done a whole lot. I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. If you've been following me, you know that I was homeless for a time. I really struggled, and I didn't even know that I could go to school. After doing a lot of research, I did go back to school. I did work. I did climb and figure out that I could do so much more. And I accomplished a lot. And with each failure, for some reason, I hid those success stories somewhere in my mind. And all I could see were my failures. Is this what you're doing? Have you locked away your successes somewhere in your mind? Go and find the successes and see where you're worthy. Now let's talk about one I believe is an epidemic. I hear this over and over. I am not good enough. The I am not good enough phrase comes about almost daily. If we don't have help and we don't have someone who can help us see what we are, who we are, and what we are capable of doing, we can go down that path to believe that we're not good enough. And we listen to our subconscious mind. We go deeper and deeper into this belief. And years can pass by. We have a depression. And we feel as though we can't do much. This is where we feel like we are going to stay stuck. Have you ever felt like you're just stuck and you don't know what direction to go in? This is because you don't feel good enough. Do you feel like you have to fill your life with things? This is because you don't feel good enough. When we fill our life with things, 
it's a way of meeting a need that we have. It could be love. It could be something that causes us to feel excited. Maybe we buy something new. It creates a sense in us that gives us joy. But remember, those things are short-lived, and they don't stay with us very long. But for that time, it fills us up and it makes us happy. And this is why we do these things. This is why sometimes we spend hours watching TV or why we overeat or why sometimes we overdrink. It's because we don't feel good enough. And I know you don't see that on the surface, but what you're doing is you're trying to fill a need inside of you where you don't feel good enough. So what do you do about this? Well, what you need to do is you need to actually reach out and find someone who can help build you up. This is why coaching is so incredibly powerful, because you have that accountability, because you have someone who listens to you, someone who can help you through these difficult times. You can also do some hypnosis. Um, I, had, I had done a lot of hypnosis when I was feeling this way because I had gone through my divorce and I really felt like I wasn't lovable enough. I wasn't good enough. And this is why he couldn't love me, why I wasn't able to be enough for him. I actually would just cry myself to sleep. It was so difficult. It was a very difficult time for me. And it actually took me years to get the self-esteem to feel like I was good enough to even really go out and seek love again. And we can do this in every area of our life. We can do this in our finances. We can do this in our relationships. We can do this with our physiques. You see, this I'm not good enough goes really deep. So you might seek help with this one. You might find someone who can hold space for you and listen. And as long as you are absolutely committed to improving your life and to make sure that you have a growth mindset rather than the fixed mindset, and let me just say that the fixed mindset in this particular situation would say, I don't believe that I'm good enough. I, I don't want to believe anything else. I don't want to listen to anything you have to say. Um, and therefore, you will never grow. But if you are truly ready to say, I'm done with feeling this way and allowing my subconscious mind to rule my life, I see the outcome of these feelings. I am really ready to do the inner work. I am really ready to listen to another voice. I am really ready to grow. See, there is the fixed mindset. There is the growth mindset. And that's where you know you will stay stuck or you are ready to grow beyond this. Because I can tell you, it literally took hypnosis for me. And this is where I fell in love with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. When I discovered neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis, it changed my life. It was one of the things, one of the tools I learned that helped me get out of this. And I was able to transform my life. And then beyond that, I realized that I needed someone that can hold space for me. And that was when I reached out and got coaching. So now let's look at something mind lie that a business owner, maybe an entrepreneur is going through. Are you ready? This one is, someone else is already doing that. I hear this all the time. So we start seeing 
entrepreneurs out there in the online space. Now, social media has grown leaps and bounds over the last 10 years. And you you are on these social media platforms. Some of us are on there for several hours out of a day. Maybe it's because we're getting leads, we're, we're networking, we're building relationships. And this is a really terrific way that you can grow your business. The thing is, is that what can end up happening when you are on these social media platforms and you're looking at everybody else, you're literally building up the story within your mind saying there's no place for you. You're making up a decision that there's no place for you, that someone else is already doing that. So what the heck is the point in you doing that? So you've created a lie. Let me tell you that the cream rises to the top. And I say this a lot. I know I do. But understand that a lot of people don't have what it takes to run a business, especially a business that is going to thrive and be able to serve people all over the world. Let me tell you, if you are of the mindset that you want to grow your business worldwide, globally, then you will probably be on social media at some point. You will hire someone. You will have to learn something about it. You will spend a certain amount of time doing the blood, sweat, and tears and you will learn what it takes to be on social media and you will see what I'm talking about. You will see people already doing what you are doing. Now those people, some of them will fall away because they don't have what it takes. If you have what it takes to stay the course and to block out all of the noise, get yourself some coaching, get yourself into maybe some NLP or something like that. Do some of the inner work with journaling, anything like that. It can really transform your thinking. We realize that we are not an island. We cannot possibly grow to the extent that we need to grow and build success in our lives and our businesses if we truly think that we have to do it alone. We know that the top 10%, top 1% of the successful people in our world have coaches. They have people that keep them accountable. Think about the Olympic athlete. They know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to fall away. They can't do the work, right? They can't swim seven days a week. They can't do the lifting or the gymnastics seven days a week. They're exhausted. They don't have their mind conditioned to do it, right? Those people will fall away. The people that are going to be successful as an athlete, they get a coach. Those are the people who are invested in an outcome. They are invested in being number one. Those are the top 1% of the athletes, right? So we realize this is true in every realm of the world. If you want to be an entrepreneur, a business person, you want to be financially solvent, you want to go out there and make a name for yourself, you know you've got to do things that are different than other people, the mediocre people. If you want to play a mediocre game, then you will stay small. No one will know you. You will not accomplish what it is you wanted to accomplish if you decide that you're going to go it alone and be an island. So when you realize that you have these 
mind lies going on and you're falling into them, they wreak havoc on your life. Imagine the outcome. Now, if this is you and you don't change anything in your life, you you don't get any sort of support, you don't invest into your personal growth, where will you be in your life or in your business in five years? I love this question. This is something that I have used in my own life because I realize that each and every year I have to level up in my business and in my life. And what does that mean? That means I have to do things that are scary. I have to listen to the voices. I have to do the journaling. I have to go and get the support. I have to work through them and I have to get rid of these beliefs because there are a lot of beliefs around these thoughts. And then once you have a belief, you have a feeling. These feelings are radiating out into the universe. You are not building the circle of influence in your business that you need to really collaborate, to make a name for yourself, to be creative, to go out and make the money that you want, to be of service to people who need you. And this is keeping you small. In order for you to play big in your life, it's really absolutely critical that you dispel these mind lies by understanding you are not an island and you need to do the inner work. So let's work on another one here. Another one here can be someone who is an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur. Here it is. You have to work hard to make money. Now, when we start believing that we have to work hard to make money, then our journey feels hard. Now, let me ask you, have you ever said that? I have to work hard to make money. Now, I know I have said that. It's really hard. Just when you use that word, hard, It feels difficult. It brings up feelings inside of you. Now understand, there is a self-coaching model that you can use to help you through these mind lies. We understand that everything comes from a thought. It's hard. It's a thought. When you start thinking it's hard, I have to work hard for money. How do you feel about that? So I'll answer how I feel. Um, I feel exhausted. I, I, I feel tired. I feel, I feel down. I feel low. I, I don't feel motivated. Now, uh, if you have not heard one of my previous podcasts, it was a lot about procrastination. And we talked about push goals versus pull goals. When you are saying this mind lie, you have to work hard to make money, it is a push goal. It becomes difficult. It becomes a push goal. So we realize that we need to remove this word hard from our vocabulary because it does not serve you. So we need to figure out a different way of saying it. So what we want to do here is we want to think of a different way of saying something, right? Because we realize when we have this thought, immediately we have a feeling And then we have this outcome that literally stops us dead in our tracks. We become stuck. We don't know what to do. We become frustrated. We become lost. We become overwhelmed. This overwhelm comes from wanting to do something, like um, maybe uh, 
networking, maybe doing live streams, maybe getting on stage and doing speaking events. Those things can seem hard if you tell yourself that. Again, with the growth mindset. We were talking about that earlier. But what we want to do is we want to change the way you think. Because if you don't, your outcome will be negative. You will not have the outcome that you want. You might uh, end, end up in uh, some sort of rehab for stressed out people. And now I know this. there's a lot of research that goes into um, the way that we feel, the stress that we hold in our body. You know, it, it can cause a lot of um, illness in our bodies. There's actual research that proves this. So uh, this is not really up for debate. We need to make sure that we don't stress our life out. We need to schedule time for rejuvenation. But when we are living our life believing that something is hard and that we are setting push goals for ourselves, then we're stuck. So let's change it around. Let's not say that I have to work hard to make money right? You want to maybe say, instead of have to, you can say, I choose, first of all, I choose to work hard. Now, we don't even have to say hard. I choose to work more than most. Now, there's a lot of people that spend a couple of hours watching Netflix for their rejuvenation, right? And those are the people who are not really getting a lot done. Then we look at somebody else um, and I'm thinking of the Gary Vaynerchuks out there who are out there crushing it, who are spending hours out of their day. They look like they're working hard. They're working many, many hours. But understand something. A lot of people who are living mediocre lives are working 9 to 5, and they're exhausted because of their mind, the way they look at things. And then they want to go and rejuvenate themselves in front of the TV and sit there for a couple of hours, where the other person is spending a couple of hours maybe networking or writing their book or figuring out how to get on stage. They're not working harder. It's true they may be working more. But the word work in and of itself can have a negative connotation. We can erase the word work hard. Um, I choose to create money-making activities in my life. Now let's do that again. I have to work hard to make money versus I choose to create money-making activities in my life. Which one of those is more abundant? I like the latter better. I don't like the idea of saying work so much because we have been conditioned throughout our entire lives to believe that work is hard in and of itself. So we don't even have to put the two words together, work hard. Just having the word work has a connotation of being difficult and hard. So we don't have to say that. We can say money-making activity. And when we say have to, I have to, again, it's a push. It feels like you're being pushed to something. I have to. I say, I choose to. And talking about making money can be very abundant unless you're looking at making money in the wrong way. Some people look at money like, that's hard, and it sucks, I have to make money, right? And 
what we want to do here is we want to give making money more fun. We've got to make making money an abundant thing to do. And here, let's look at that. Making money is something we can do to help people to donate our time, to donate our money, to give resources to the people who need it. So let's give making money a better connotation. Let's condition our mind to look at this phrase, you have to work hard to make money, into a completely different saying and meaning. Let's condition our mind differently. I choose to create money-making activities to make an abundant life, to serve more people and end whatever crisis you believe is out there that you have a passion for. Completely different way of saying it. So I hope this was really helpful to be able to switch this mind lie into something that is more abundant. Now I'm going to go into another mind lie. Now this one is something that can is used, I think, for just the average person and the entrepreneur. Here it is. I am not educated enough. I fell into that most of my life, and let me tell you, I accomplished a whole lot of nothing. Have you ever said that? Maybe I, I am not educated enough, I'm not skilled enough. So when we start thinking about that, it kind of goes into I'm not worthy enough, I'm not good enough. So it's kind of the same thing. So when we start thinking about this, it's an epidemic. The word enough. See, what we've done our whole entire life is we have created association games with words. And we've conditioned our mind and created all of the, the games in our mind. And that's why I call them mind lies, because with one single word, we can create all kinds of stories that stop us, that keep us stuck, that keep us living this small life. The word enough. When we start thinking about being educated, it's true that we need more education. We need to do some inner work with our mind. Sometimes we even need to do some spiritual work. We need to do some work with our relationships. And we even need to do some work with our finances. And there's that word again, work. And what we want to do is we want to choose a different meaning for these words. So what you want to do is you want to start thinking whether or not you actually need to be educated or not. Do you need some certification? Do you need more skill? Let's really be honest here. Sometimes we do. And it's a matter of being able to be honest with ourselves and saying, can I really service this industry the way they need to? Can I really live my passion and do the things I want to do if I don't get the education of the skill? So sometimes we do need to be honest with ourselves and say, yeah, we do need to get more skill and more education. I just think it's more important here for us to dissect the phrase and to attach different meanings to it. Sometimes you're not enough. And I have written about this.
And it is a bit of a slap in the face to believe that we're not enough when it comes to achieving certain results. Now let's take a look at some people who have done some amazing things. Um, I'm thinking of Elon Musk, for example. Now the education and skill and expertise and connections that Elon Musk has, he didn't always have. He worked towards that. He had a growth mindset that allowed him to constantly go out and improve his skill, his connections, and create some amazing things in his life. And if he stopped and said, I'm not educated enough, and just stopped right there, he would not have created the things that he's created. We would not be benefiting from the inventions and from the things he's created. And I think this is really important because it's the mind. One person can say, I'm not educated enough, and feel very sad. Go into those feelings of feeling sad and have an outcome which is someone who is stuck and living a mediocre life and having a mediocre business and not making any sort of transformations out in the world. Or we can have a growth mindset that says, yeah, maybe I don't have enough skill. Yeah, maybe I need to go and get, get some more education. And I don't feel bad about that because it's just a fact. I just need to go out and get some more skill. So I'm going to take this action and I am going to do this uh, education, this certification, uh, whatever it is that you need to do to go out and get this skill and have this outcome that ultimately brings you closer to your dreams. So it's two people, two ways of thinking, two ways of feeling, two completely different outcomes is because they've attached meaning to it and they don't have a growth mindset. This is really powerful for us and it helps us to see things from a different place. It helps us to see what's truly possible. So what I want you to gain from all of this, now there are more mind lies here, mind you. I'm not going to go into all of them in this short podcast episode, but I want you to be able to take away these tools. One would be to know whether or not you have a fixed mindset, someone who just wants to stay where they are and not get help, not go out and get the things they want, or if you have a growth mindset, which is one who says, yeah, okay, maybe I need to go out and do some things differently, and I choose to do whatever it takes. I've built my business, Fearless Pursuits, on this premise. The fact is, is that if you are pursuing any goal in your life, you really want it, you've got to have the growth mindset. You've got to go after it tooth and nail as if your life depends on it. Now, will you go and do it fearlessly? No, you will have fear. You will do it anyway. You will feel the fear in your tummy with all the tickles and be scared and not worry about it, but instead go after your dreams as if your life depends on it because you have a great reason. You have your why. And we talked about this in my previous episodes too. 
we have to know why we're doing it. If you want something bad enough, you will do it. You will go after your dreams. You will talk to the people you have to talk to. You will go and spend the money on your education. You will get the coach. You will do whatever it takes. You will read the books. You will change your mindset into doing the inner work. And the other part of that is understanding that we can change the meaning that we have attached to words. This is really powerful. When we take a look at what we're saying, you hear that small voice in your mind and you realize that it may not be true. Let's question it. Let's go out and ask some questions of ourselves. Let's go out and question the answers. Let's go out and see if we can play a bigger game in our life by changing the way we think, the way we feel, and taking inspired action to go after our dreams. So these are tools that you can use to help you Live a bigger game. These are tools to help you condition your mind to go out there and reach the level of success that you want in all areas of your life, your personal life, your finances, your business. Maybe if you want to have a better physique, better health, You've got to condition your mind to believe something greater is possible for you. Thanks so much for listening to this powerful episode. See you next week for another fearless episode. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.